Welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast, number 116. Here We're here back for our annual uh, Gainesville scene report. And, of course, I'm <laughs> one of your correspondents, Tom Trauma. And the guy cackling in the background there, that is Liverpool Neil. How are you doing, Neil? I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm back from Gainesville in one piece. It was a, it was a fun, it was a long weekend, basically, right? I was, went on Friday and came back on Tuesday. Um, went down for a show, so yeah, I was in Gainesville again, and it was uh, it was nice it was nice to be there. Mark was telling me I couldn't believe it. I thought only I'd only been down there like two or three times. He was telling me that was my fourth visit down there, so I was kind of amazed by that. So wow, you were one off. Yeah, well, it, is, no, 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 but it's like no, but it's like I've already been doing it for like two years. It's not like I should be you know or gotcha. forgetting visits in the midst of time, you know. Well, I must say, this was sort of, to me at least, being the family guy, you being the, the kind of single guy, it's a little different situation. But to me, this was kind of an extravagant trip. I mean, you re- literally flew down to, I don't know, flew to Jacksonville or wherever you flew to, to. I mean, you get to hang out with your buddy Mark. I get that. That's awesome. But you literally flew down for a Teenage Bottle Rocket show. A band that you've seen a bunch of times, a band that tours a ton, a band that you potentially could see two more times before the year's over. Yep, that's true enough. I mean... This is opulent wealth, or what we got going on here now? What's the situation here? Well, I have to. You say, just needed a break, or what? Well, think about it. Yeah, all the shit that we've had the past year—no gigs, yep. eighteen yep. months, right? Um, going on eighteen months for this, and yep. uh, and I was I, I was thinking amongst other things, if you know this Indian variant, Delta variant, whatever the fuck it's oh, called, and you know, yeah. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, you know, I mean, hopefully nothing, right? Hopefully everything stays uh, copacetic and everything opens up again soon. But you just never know. And I would hate to. Have, I missed. Okay, here's what happened. So in February of 2020, I missed an addict show on purpose because I had, we had so many shows coming up that year. It's right? a bad night or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was at House of Blues. I hate House of Blues, but still, I should have gone. And as it turned yeah. out. That was like the, you know, with lockdown happened like two days later. That would have been the, yeah. you know, a good last show to go to. And so I was kind of, I was yeah. kind of determined Viva, not Viva to do that. Viva Revolution, Neil. Exactly. Exactly. Um, even though I don't know if I want two hours of the addicts doing the, you know, some of the stagey nonsense, but um, <laughs> I didn't want to miss out again, just in case things went to shit again and I don't have the chance to go to a small, small club and see a band, you know, a band in a real venue, sure. you know, not that's instead a, of a fucking parking really... lot. That's actually a really uh, sensible answer. More, much, I, I didn't really plan on a sensible answer. I really don't have any <laughs> response to that. Well, also, but I mean, it's, also, it's, it's funny, you know. We're not going to do it in this show, but the next, maybe, maybe our next one, maybe we'll do another one this weekend. You know, last spring, spring of twenty twenty, we were basically what crowing about. Man, there's so many good shows we can't even go to them all. Oh my know? god, yeah, we were listing them episode and then we after episode. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, um, yeah. So, so I kind of want to do that again because the fall looks amazing. It's shaping up that way, isn't it? I mean, things are really starting to come together. A lot of bands, a lot of venues are starting to open up and they're starting to announce their show uh, lineups yep. and stuff. And yeah, it's starting to look pretty promising. I mean, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I decided to go down there. But I'd been promising, he's been asking me for a year now, to, you know, to go down, or if not more, you know, to go down and visit again. And I, I do really enjoy going down there because, you know, it's just sure. uh, Mark and his wife, you know, in, in, in their house. And uh, they always, you know, it's always really fun to go down there and be in a nice weather. And I don't know. It's just a, it's just a fun town to visit. Now. All yeah, right. I, listen, I, before you start complaining, no, you're okay. going to start complaining already. No, I, I'm, I, not, I I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But go ahead. Okay. I was going to say I flew into um, I flew into Jacksonville. You were right about that, and okay. it's, it's only a two-hour flight. I mean, it's basically nothing, right? Yeah. 
Um, Straight south. Yeah. But you have to wear the stupid fucking masks in the airport and the plane. So you so... still have to wear the mask in the airport. Okay, see, I yeah. wasn't sure about that. That was a drag. That, I mean, that was a real drag. It's basically been lifted everywhere else, right? Yeah, and that's why I was so confused. Like, I could see it on the plane. That that I can understand, you know. But, but don't they say that planes are like the best ventilated thing there is? <laughs> they do, but I have to be honest. This busted ass old American Airlines flight I was on, <laughs> it seemed like the flame was from the fucking nineteen sixties. You know, I you expected, like had the window rolled down. Yeah, I expected mm. the air hostesses to be fucking coming right, like Don Draper, you know, and Mad Men or something, and smoking and stuff. But uh, yeah, mm. it wasn't it wasn't the best plane in the world. Let's put it that way. But mm. um, but yeah, be, have to wear a mask in the airport just seemed like a real fucking drag. You know, so it's funny because we went down to Georgia, you know, earlier this, you know, a month mm-hmm. or two ago, whatever. The same thing it was like once we got to the airport, we never put one on again until we got back to the airport. Right. That was exactly it. I, in fact, I'd forgotten I had it in my pocket until I started going back in the airport again. Um, it's funny because but... mask, the mask had become like cigarette lighters. Like when I was younger, I was a smoker. Right. Mm-hmm. And you put on a sweatshirt that you hadn't worn for a while and there'd be a lighter in every pocket. That's the way the masks are now. Right. It's like you just, oh, there's a mask. There's a mask. That's true. And it's funny because you're not supposed to wear them more than once, right? That's supposed to be the whole point. And it's like, well, fuck that. And I've kept the same ones for a year Neil, probably. We saw the, we saw, we saw the <laughs> files emails. We know that it's, it's all BS. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, the, the, whole thing is, the whole thing is nonsense. Basically. All right. Listen, why don't, why, don't we play, why don't we play a song and then I will – I'll tell you what. Because the last couple we've, the last couple of interviews we've done – I've been kind of Tom heavy interviews as far as like kind of people that, you know, maybe I'm more into than you are. So today's going to be a Neil heavy day because I'm going to grill you about your experience in Florida. Okay. Sounds but like a plan. But first, let's play a song. Okay. Do you want to go first or you want me to you pick something? You or me. Well, no, you go ahead. You go ahead and play. Play a okay. song. Well, as you... are so random. Honestly, they don't make any sense at all. So As you know, um, I, was going, I went down there to see Teenage Bottle Rocket. So my yes. choices are going to be pretty much show heavy from the show I went to. So I'm going to start off with uh, a song from their last album. Uh, which was, I think, what, Stay Rad? I think that was what it was called. The white one. Sounds right. Um, it's, actually, it's the first track off that album. This silver, song's, yeah, like silver, yeah. Yeah, like white and silver, yeah. This song's called You Don't Get the Joke by uh, mm. Teenage Bottle Rocket. Yeah. 
don't get the joke by Teenage Bottle Rocket. And uh, that seems kind of apropos these days because a lot of people don't get the joke about things or see sure. things in context. So so the show was on a Monday night, right? It was, which was kind of a drag. Um, but it might have been kind of good, too, because it meant, well, it meant that it wasn't that crowded, I guess, with, I guess... Teenage, teenage Bottle Rocket wouldn't see it that way, right? But sure. I think I think they played like Orlando the night before, or a bigger city, so uh, or Tampa. I think I know. I think they played Tampa the night before, Skate Park of Tampa. So maybe they did really well there on Sunday. But yeah, this it, this was on a Monday night. Now this was not the show that they were talking about, like thousand dollar tickets if you weren't vaccinated, and eighteen dollars if you were. Right? This was not that show. No, I think that was. Either Orlando or Tampa, I believe. I think it might have been the Orlando show. They were talking about that. I'll tell you the truth. That whole thing, I know it was a big deal there for for a day or two, but that kind of died a death, I think. And they they didn't even mention it, you know, during the show. Well, it's, that it's wasn't interesting. Mentioned. If we have if we have time, we'll actually come back to that. We'll, we'll double fine. back to that. Yeah, that's fine. Because I actually have some thoughts about that. It's it's an interesting sort of paradigm. But so, what day did you go into? What day did you fly in? So I left. Um, I flew at about noon on Friday. So that got me in about 4 p.m. on Friday afternoon, and Mark picked me up at Jacksonville Airport, which is a nice little airport that there's a lot of stuff to do around and a lot of restaurants and shit in that airport. And uh, it's about a one and a half hour drive from uh, Jacksonville to uh, to Gainesville. So where the University of Florida is, that's that's where he lives. So Mark is right in Gainesville? He is. Well, he's in the outskirts. He's, you know, he's like 15 minutes out of the city center or whatever. Yeah, gotcha. but it's still considered Gainesville. Yeah. So do you did you and Mark hang out or do you like do you hang out with his wife or how how does that work? Because like when you came visit me, like usually you and I hang out, but we spent a little time with my wife and you know we went to dinner and that kind of thing. So how does that work? What's the what's the dynamic? Same same kind of deal. Um, his wife is a is a homebody kind of thing, and uh, mm. so you know we go out we go out either to the gym or running or something, or we just go out around Gainesville and she would stay home and she was lovely. She cooked dinner and things like that, and she did my laundry, which was really nice, nice of her because <laughs> uh, you know you, you don't pack particularly heavy when you're going down there. So sure, um, all you had was your we wear short shorts. <laughs> Sure, sure. Wow! So you, so you remember that, huh? Okay, I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, so what? Uh, so you you went to the show on Monday night. What what else you guys do? Just just hang out, have dinner. I mean, you didn't skate, right? No, I didn't skate. Um, I, one week, man, it had been raining for like a week straight. Mark's, I guess, a, skate, down Mark's there. a skater too, right? He is. Yeah, he's a, he's a skater. Um, but it'd been raining for like a week straight. Like, but it's and when the day I got there, it was like our, fl- our flight was delayed because it was like torrential thunderstorms in the, in the like here, man. Jacksonville area. Yeah, it's it's been like that in Chicago day. too. It's just been a nightmare. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So I did a lot of. I mean, they bought booze in the house. I bought a bottle of gin, and we did a lot of booze. And even though Mark doesn't really drink anymore, but uh, we went to different bars around town, and that was Friday. Saturday we went record shopping. As a matter of fact. Mm. Um, went to a couple of record stores. Uh, there was one in there's one. There used to be a really good one in Gainesville, an old fashioned, uh, old fashioned one. Sold a lot of used records and stuff. Big one. Um, but that's closed now, unfortunately. Mm. So they have a more mainstream kind of record store. I think it's called good. like Hear This. I think. Um, which was okay. 
But uh, it's amazing, dude. I have like a dog out one window, and a guy literally just stirred up a chainsaw out my other window. It's it's. Well, I was wondering. I was wondering if you could hear this in the background here. There's like there must be some Middle Eastern family having a party next door because they're doing like those kind of crazy yells that the women do. Like I don't, I don't know if you. I don't know if you've seen. It's a nightmare, dude. This chainsaw is so loud. I mean, maybe you can't hear it, but I, I can't mean, hear it at all. No. Oh, all right. Mm. That's amazing. I got so, a dog. Literally, I have a dog whining out one, and it's it's too hot to close the window. I'll die. I'll suffocate. Yeah. Well, you can turn that AC on, buddy. I guess. Come on, break the break the bank. I um, guess. But anyway, so yeah, went to the record store in Gainesville, and then we went to. Um, I'd seen a record store in a town called Ocala, which is about thirty minutes out of Gainesville or something like that. So we yeah. drove out there at a torrential rainstorm, and it was the weirdest little place, dude. It was so weird. It was like you can't see it. It was on like a main road, but you can't see it from the main road. Like it's mm. like one of those things where it's like. Um, at that point, it was outside of Ocala, almost like a country road kind of thing, mm. where the GPS is like, oh, it's over there. And you look over there and there's nothing, except then there's a building kind of a few blocks further up. And it was like a, a split building with like a medical center or something and a record store. It was really, mm. it was really weird. So we had to make a U-turn, basically, because we missed it. So we made a U-turn and went round. And it was the weird, ex- weirdest experience I probably ever had in a record store. Because there was like a there was like a dude outside, like an older guy, an, an older black gentleman was sitting outside, and I was like, okay, is he going to let us in? Is it going to be some kind of crazy COVID thing? You know, he's not going to only let two people in at a time or something. And he's like, yeah, what are you what are you looking for? And we're like, uh-huh, I don't know, we're just looking around, I guess. You know, <laughs> it's like I'm looking for some old punk rock, and this yeah. black buddy here's looking for some Fleetwood Mac. What's <laughs> what difference does it make? But he lets us in, and it's like it was almost like the front of his house or something. But he just had Ooh. a lot, a lot of record, uh, record racks, and he actually had a lot of good stuff. Believe it or not, it was well curated. He had a punk rock section, an alternative section, stuff like that. Ooh. And I actually found a couple of albums there that I purchased. Now, if I hadn't really wanted to support him, you know, to support his venture, I might not have bought two albums because they weren't cheap. But I got a Cramps album, and um. Uh, which actually you don't see very often in many record stores at all. You don't see Cramps albums, you know. No, not a vinyl too much. No. And um, and then you know the old uh, what even Boston the band the Explosion. Remember oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. So I got their first album. They had that. What's there. that? Black tape. No, it's the one before that. I think. Hold on a second. Hold on. It's right here. Hold on. The Explosion were a cool band. Uh, it's called Flash, Flash, Flash. Okay. It almost it's like a green kind of album cover with like a almost looks like one of the actresses from uh, from a movie or something on the front cover, like a close up of mm. her face. Or something. Anyway, it's the one with a it's a good album. Mm. It's a good album. It's always so. weird. isn't it always weird because I've actually like I've been Traverse City, like in Michigan here. I've actually gone to a couple places like that, and it's always weird. When, like, you're the only one there? Because you almost feel like a weird necessity to buy something, right? hundred like, percent. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this guy's time. I'm the only one here. Like, yep. if I walk out, he's going to notice. Like, I've been in that situation, too, where, like, somebody else will walk in and be like, oh, sweet. I'm distracted. I'm going to haul ass out of here. <laughs> but but it is weird. It's it's like, because some of these places, too, I, was, I went to this place locally, and they're only open on Saturdays. He's like, well, we're open by appointment, too. You can call any time, and, and we'll, and, you know, we'll meet you over here. I'm like... 
well, yeah, but how obligated do you feel to buy a bunch of crap if you make the guy leave his house and come over and open the store up, you know? Definitely. Anyway. Well, we did that at Bucket of Blood, didn't we? They had to open by appointment. Well, but that was an appointment. They were yeah. there. It was just we just had to have our slot. We did buy when a I lot, back, though. When we, so. we come back to Chicago, we'll definitely hit that place up again. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. so anyway, so I bought two albums from him, but it was weird. I did feel obligated because, yeah, it was him. And then he had, uh, you know, he had a girl behind the counter taking the money, too. So I would have felt weird looking around for a half hour and then just walking out with nothing. So I bought two albums and Mark bought something. So, Mm, but it was, you know, like I say, though, it was a, it was a, it was an odd, quirky little record store and a weird mix of t-shirts and uh, some cassettes. And it was just like he'd bought stuff from a bunch of, uh. Garage yeah, that's exactly the the feeling I had. But <laughs> but the stuff I got was in really good condition. The Cramps album is awesome. Actually, they were sealed, so I guess they were new. So I don't know how he's doing that. But mm. anyway, see, that's always crazy, man. That's why we dig, right? Because I go to these weird estate sales and stuff, and literally ninety nine percent of it's garbage. But if you're willing to dig through a couple hundred records, you might find something like, wow, this doesn't belong here. Right. This is a cool find, right? Well, that's what it was. So, yeah, I mean, the Explosion album was in amongst a bunch of, uh, I don't know, name some stupid like alternative bands these days I, I don't know but it was in, i don't even it, know it was yeah, know. It, yeah. but it was in amongst this bunch of like mainstream shit you know what i mean i was like holy shit the explosion and so that's the kind of thing where you just pull it out and i'm like well i'm having that even though you don't look there at the go. price you know but if i saw it on discogs i wouldn't be like oh yeah i'll buy that you know what i mean it was just a spare of the moment it, thing but well, anyway good pri- good prices um uh, i think we're like 24 bucks a piece or something like that 23 bucks a piece mm. yeah well brand new that cramps album i bet you that's actually a pretty good buy it, i think it is yeah because I, I actually listened to it today it was really good it's on a nice white kind of swirly vinyl that's well i'm good. just saying like i don't think i don't think they're cheap to buy i'm surprised you see I, i'm i'm compulsive like as soon as i leave disc or as soon as i leave i'm like going to discogs see whether or not i got screwed either that or you're fake going to the bathroom so you look it up to make sure you're not getting screwed before you oh, I, oh I don't i don't worry about that i just pulled up the phone right in the middle of his store and looked just right at it <laughs> but it's yeah Amazon. but but it was uh, you know there was so <laughs> the discogs app on the phone at least on my iphone isn't that great so it was difficult to find which exact press it was but it seemed like mm. it was a reasonable price you know you couldn't just scan it <laughs> Yeah, that. Oh, that's. You know what? I didn't think of that. Yeah, I probably could have done that. Well, see, I've I've heard the app is very bad. I actually don't have it. But anyway, all right. Listen, let me let me play a song. Yeah, you play something. Oh, can um, you hear that in the background? Yeah, it's a chainsaw, dude. Somebody's running a chainsaw. No, in my is... background, there's like one. See, I don't hear least a girl just screaming. I think it's these new microphones. I think they're unidirectional. <laughs> I think they're. No, they've been doing this for like two hours outside my house. <laughs>
You hit it here first, Miami by the Pink Lincolns. Who were from and like Mi- I said, I'm who not from trying Miami, to be disrespectful right? because this is horrible, man. That freaking building fell down in Miami. It's it's awful. 150 people in there, probably. Yeah, and I can't, you know, and they're still they're still looking for people, but what are the chances they're going to find anybody it's been alive? A week now. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's been a week in fucking Miami heat. There's just no way, right? Yeah, it's 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 awful, man. It really is awful. Like I said, I'm not I'm not making any like no effect style joke or anything. I just love Pink Lincolns and I uh, love that song. Now, so. were, they, uh, were they from Miami? I don't think they're from Miami, but I know they were from Florida. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they might have been. I don't know. Yeah. They so, seem to think of Miami the way like people from Michigan think of Detroit. So I'm going to guess yeah. that they don't actually live there. I think I can hear your chainsaw now. Yeah. You hear it? You hear yeah, that chainsaw? I think I do. It's amazing. Um. So, I mean, listen, it's it's like 7 o'clock at night. I mean, it's it's a full light out. I can't really blame people for doing yard work. It's what's he fucking chainsawing? What is he, what, Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy? What's he, Leatherface out there? I don't know. I got a chainsaw, dude. Of course you do. You have everything. I really don't, but I do have my cha- I love a chainsaw. <laughs> I love, I love a, a good chainsaw. chainsaw. Yes. Okay. I have a chainsaw and a shotgun. That's pretty yeah, much all It's I a do. fucking Midwestern conversation right there. Um, so, so you guys did some record shopping. We did, and then we Went were driving through. back to Gainesville, and this fucking monsoon happened. Absolutely, oh. you know, it's coming down in straight lines. You know, absolutely pounding. You know, so fast the windshield wipers couldn't contain it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I felt so yeah, bad because it was a guy on a motorcycle in front of us. It's <laughs> getting fucking drowned. Well, you know, listen, pay attention. To what's going on, motorcycle dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, motorcycle dude, you asshole. Um, so then we, uh, drove back. We felt into... so bad we drove by and splashed a huge puddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so then remember, I said that there was, um, I, I think, I, th- I think I put a flyer on the site. There was something happening in downtown Gainesville at one of the, at one of the clubs, um, the Atlantic, yeah. I believe. Uh, it was called like Punk and Emo Night or something. Oh, your favorite. Well, no, at, at first I thought it was, I thought, at first I thought it was going to be live music. I thought it was going to be bands. And I was like, well, you know, whatever it is, that'll be nice to go and see a band, you know? And, ah, uh, a DJ. Yeah, so we drove into Gainesville and it was still pissing down. So we went into a bar called, uh, it was called Crybaby or something. And I had some drinks in there and then we went into another brewery and down. So I was, did a lot of drinking. It was good. Um, it's so nice of Mark to drive you around. I say that is a real appeal to go down there and hang out and let Mark drive us around. Yeah, I just gets bombed out of our minds and let him drive us around. Yeah. <laughs> but then when we started pulling up, we were inside this crybaby place. And because it was raining so hard, we got talking to the staff and stuff. And I guess this thing at the Admiral was just like you say, it was just a DJ. And uh, like basically a dance night, right? And they showed some pictures and everybody in there looked about 22 years old. So... You know, we didn't mm. want to go there and be them like, they'll be like, who are the creepy old guys sitting at the back, you know? So. Well, I know they do some, I see some of the local places here are doing like the emo nights. So, you know, so that means the crowd that listens to that is about 30, right? I mean, they're True catering enough. to that. Yeah. yeah. That, that's kind of stuff kind of came of age around 2000 or so. Definitely not for me. Yeah. And it's, right. It was like, it was like, you know, is it senses fail and like bands like that and. Like Thursday, Romance yeah. and Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't think they're gonna be playing Sham sixty nine, so I don't think I'm gonna Each each band each band wimpier than the next. Yeah. Just fighting the urge to break into tears. <laughs> like I was. Yeah, exactly. At that point. So uh I don't know. That was Saturday kind of drifted away. Um and Sunday so we drove we drove down like so we were we were kind of working out in the mornings. 
just going for a run or something. And uh, Sunday morning, he drove up to the University of Florida, the Gators, the stadium, the football stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you had some pictures there. Yeah. So he was, he was like, yeah, it's open to the public. And I'm like, what do you mean it's open to the public? Thinking it would be a, you know, the big security thing or something. But it's like, no, it's sure. open to the public. And we go in there and there's all these fucking like uh, co-eds, you know, students. And they run the stairs on this immense stadium. And I mean, this is an immense stadium. This is probably University, yeah, like 80, yeah, yeah. University of Michigan size. This is 80 to 100,000 people, I think. They call it the swamp, is what they call it. Uh, yeah, I would say the Mich- University of Michigan is the biggest. I think it's 112,000. Oh, that's right. Like that, that is absolutely mental, isn't it? Yeah, that's mental. Yeah. So this is like 80. So this is small in comparison, but still. I mean, it's huge, though. Yeah. 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 So, you know, there's people running up the stairs all the way, you know, because you can't really get on the field, but you can go on the ground level and then you walk up the stairs. People work, work out by running up the stairs, running down, running up again, right? Um, so we walked it's up like the a stairs. Movie, it's like a movie cliche. It, it was. So we walked up the stairs and got to the top. And you know what I'm like with heights? I'm not really good with heights, right? With bridges and stuff. Mm. And I, I started to get kind of freaked out because the upper deck is super fucking steep. Yeah. I mean, it's super steep. The stairs are super shallow. And uh, we're, we're walking down and I'm kind of a little bit freaking out, you know, just looking at my feet and stuff. But anyway, that was a nice experience. It was good. The whole thing was good, though. It was. It was nice to be there. And it was amazing that they that they opened it up. And it's such a... See, coming from England, like there is no like university sports really in England. So, but I mean, you you've been to like soccer stadiums that size. Well, I have, but that's not that's professional. That's not college. These are college kids, right? Yeah. So it just seems crazy to me that a college sport would, you know, still even though I've been here for a long time, you know, when you see something that size, that coliseum kind of thing that's only open like seven times a year, <laughs> that yeah. with that much money to be invested in a college sport just seems insane to me. But you know, anyway, that was a fun. Now time. I have dogs and lawnmower. <laughs> dude, you're having a hell of a time over there. It's so it's it's like a suburban cliche, dude. What happened to the chainsaw guy? I don't know. I uh, you know, it's Thursday. We're going to the long weekend, the Fourth of July weekend. We got Monday. I got Monday off for work, and I don't plan to do a whole lot tomorrow on Friday. And uh, so I stopped by, you know, on the way home, I'm like, oh, you know, I'll buy a twelve pack. Corona, my life, my wife likes Corona. You know, we'll have one or two and relax. And next thing you know, you know, I'm pretty sure we just about killed that, <laughs> killed that twelve pack. So. How was the weather out there today? Beautiful, hot. So you're out in the pool today? I was. I was doing a little swimming. Um, swimming so, and drinking. Yeah, I went to the gym myself. Drinking and swimming. I did. I did go to the gym and it was miserable. Man, do I hate that. That's well, not for me. Well, that's good though, man. But that's good you doing that. I persevere. All yeah. right, listen. I'm gonna play another song. Okay. Tangentially related to the Teenage Bottle Rocket. What's that? Me or you? I don't know. Is it me or you? No, I did the last one, didn't I? I'm yeah, sorry, it's you. No, okay. Uh, so I am going to play... Um, I think I'm going to play one of my favorite Teenage Bottle Rocket songs. This is uh, okay. Stupid Games. I think is it... Mm. This is off uh, one of the early ones, I think. Uh, like Red Scare era? Or like... Uh, you know, I have all the albums, but I don't know the individual tracks. Yeah, I I don't remember either. And also because the cover is exactly the same on like every single album, right? So it's tough to remember exactly which album, which one. Which is song. it Red Scare or Fat Fat Era or Red Scare Era? Um, do 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 do. What did I say I was going to play? I said I was going to play Stupid Games, right? Now this is mm-hmm. this this is early. 
I think this is after maybe their second album. Yeah, this is off Total from 2005. Okay. So this is probably before Red Scare, right? No, that was Red Scare. That oh, was Red Scare, okay. All right. Well, anyway, so this is uh, Teenage Bottle Rocket with Stupid Games. Stupid fucking games with you. Ooh. So yeah. If it wasn't thing. original, if it wasn't originally on Red Scare, I know that that's who you can get it through now. Actually, one that's one of the albums that I don't think you can get on vinyl. They actually need to reissue oh, all their albums on vinyl because uh, the other the first couple, um, total and no, warning, warning. Device. no warning devices. You can I can't you can get because I do have that one, but I know the total is very difficult to get on vinyl. There was, I think there was three on Red Scare and then two on Fat, and then they went to Rise for one, and now they're back on Fat for the last couple. Mm-hmm. And they got a new one coming out the end of this year, but we'll we can talk more so, about that later. So one of the appeals, I think, of you going down there for this is you love the venue that Teenage Bottle Rock was playing at, right? I do, yeah. It's at a small um, small club called Lucy's, which probably holds maximum 200. So See, a- the, problem with it, the problem is I, I feel like you're bad at gauging that. No, I, no, I asked other people. I am bad at gauging that, but I asked other people, and other people said, yeah, it holds 200. Because there's, like, there's like the little space where you see the band. 
where probably like 100 people okay. can be. Then there's the bar area where probably you can get another 50 people. And then there's like a back kind of room where they have a pool table and shit. So I okay. think 200 is probably I'm, I'm, pretty go- accurate. I'm Googling right now. I'm going to see if I can find capacity. Oh, good. Well, hopefully, right. I'll be, hopefully I'll be pretty accurate. But there wasn't anywhere near to that for the show. It was it was it wasn't like embarrassing though. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'd say there was probably seventy five to eighty people in the show. Really? Yep. Which was oh. kind of crazy, right? But it was a Monday night, and it Monday was, night, yeah. and the students aren't there, of course. Because well, and the other thing holidays. is, the fact of the matter is, Teenage Bot Rocket's been around for quite a while now. Their fan base is not kids. Right. So. When your fan base gets to be in its 30s and 40s, especially in the 30s, really more than even the 40s, you know, that's like when people are starting to have young families and stuff. It's tough to get out on a Monday night, right? Right. Yeah. Monday night, especially. Even so though. What was the, what was the, t- of course, what was the time frame? It's not like the old days where they start at 10 o'clock, right? No, this was pretty late, actually. It was doors at 9. And, oh, so uh, it was late. So. Yeah. First band didn't go on until like 9.45, which was kind of, it really surprised me that on a, on a weeknight that they would. Yeah, if you wouldn't have been on vacation, you would have been super pissed, right? Right. Yeah, I would have been. I would have been. Now, there's only two bands. It was only them and uh, one of the bands. Oh, no local opener. No, no, no local opener at all. Nope. Hmm. So, so, yeah. Uh, It was funny, though, you say about young kids. There was one... I'm guessing it was probably their first time seeing the a couple, so the first time seeing the band, and they must have been really big fans or something, because he came in, he probably looked, uh, I don't know if he had to be 21 to get in, or if he could be 18 to get in, because he didn't look much older than like 19 or something like that, and the girl didn't look much older than that either. But the older we get, the harder it is to tell. No, that's true, people. actually, that's true. But he had like a Teenage Bottle Rocket cap on, Teenage Bottle Rocket t-shirt. <laughs> Um, and she had a Teenage Bottle Rocket sweatshirt, you know? So it was obviously, they were He's obviously very excited. Teenage Bottle Rocket brand hot sauce on his dinner. And dude, when they, when they left, cause I, I saw them before the show, cause we actually had dinner at Lucy's cause they have, they have decent food there. So we had dinner at Lucy's, mm. uh, beforehand and we saw them there then and they, they like got this seat right up against the, right up against the front basically. And it was like, dude, mm. I hate to tell you this, but they're kicking us all out at nine. So you're going to lose that seat anyway, so there's no point in getting too excited. So, um, But then after the show, because they had a boatload of merch, and I'll talk about that again later. But um, he bought, like, he must have bought, like, three T-shirts, and they had, like, a Teenage Ball Rocket blanket, which is, like, 200 bucks or something ridiculous. And he bought one of those, wow. too. So, yeah, he was a, yeah, I think he enjoyed his first TB experience a lot. That was pretty cute. So you, so what do you think? So the opening band is a band called Make War. They're on, uh, they're on Fat Red Rack. Scare. No, they're on Fat Rack. Were they Fat Rack? Yeah. Okay, they started. Red so this Scare. was like Good. a fat. This was like a Fat Rack tour. Yeah. So it was one of those bands. So I actually have seen them once. It was the same type of situation. I don't remember who they were opening for, but I actually thought they were better live. I think I can't remember if I liked them better on live, or better live or on the record. But I thought they were okay. Not really my thing. Kind of like a grungy punk, right? Yeah, they were very much so. Now, do you have any of the records? I think they have two I albums. I do not. I don't, I don't have any of their albums, but I, is the singer have like a real strong accent or something? Uh, Yeah, I, I thought so. Yeah, uh, they were long hairs as well, which is kind of interesting. Yes, yes. Yeah. They look like grungers. Yes. Yeah, they look like grungers. And... They look like the house band from the single soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's actually a really good point. They, they could be the house band on some... Uh, 
you know, on some made-for-TV movie or some TV series like Buffy the Va- Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something. They could be the band. Narr- in the narrated background. by narrated by Dave Grohl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would be perfect. <laughs> um, and they were okay. I mean, they weren't. Uh, they weren't terrible. It's not really your thing, but it was her. No, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was very. It was. But they had a couple of punk songs. You could tell probably early in their career they were more punky than they are now, because um, they busted out a couple of those. But the majority of the set was kind of just mid-paced, kind of grungy, kind of college rock kind of thing. Um, but they weren't terrible, and they, they they had seemed to be having a really good time. To tell you the truth, they seemed high out of their minds, so that was kind of fun. What the what the crowd? How the how was the crowd response? Um. It's pretty enthusiastic. It was probably only about fifty people in there at that point, so it was tough. Okay. It was it was tough to judge, because um, I could say, okay, so outside of Lucy's, they also have outdoor seating where people were eating and stuff like that and sitting down. So you know, but probably about half the crowd was because it was hot, right? So probably about sure. half the crowd was outside waiting now, for the TBR to go on. Yeah, um, Mark had invited because Mark uh, skates out in uh, a couple of different parks in that area. Uh, one in St. Okay. Augustine, which I believe is on the uh, Atlantic coast. And he has a whole like crew of older skaters. And he mentioned Ooh. Teenage Bottle Rocket because of the song Skate or Die to some of these crew. Sure. And so um, a few of them turned up to the show. And so we actually had a crew that night. So we were like sitting at a nice. table. Yeah. So there was an actually like was, strength in numbers, like a bunch of bunch of fifty year old guys looking to kick some ass, like no, a gang. It was like mostly it was mostly females, dude. It was it was pretty really? cool. Yeah. So the uh, skate, the fem- female skaters. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, you sexist. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I know some women skate. I'm not saying that. I just I wouldn't think. I mean, Mark's a guy in his fifties. He's running with this all female skater crew. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So, uh, you know, shout out to Brandy. And she was like the ringleader. She was like a mm. man. She was. Uh, she was the alpha female. She totally was because she was immediately coming in saying, oh, you know, talking to the people behind the bar. Can we have this table? Can we, you know, we want to order food now. Can we do this? Can we do that? Like organizing everybody. So Brandy was like, uh, yeah, force of nature. And uh, mm. yeah, it was it was it was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, so it was nice to it was nice to be there with uh, with with some new people and. I think there was, yeah, just four. Enjoy was, the, enjoy the company. Us. Enjoy the company of some females. Yeah, even though they were, like I said, with with Brandy and I think Mara too, they went down on the floor and they were dancing around and having a good time. And you know, the, again, they weren't shy. They immediately went over and started talking to Ray. You know, from the band, and uh, they were, <laughs> it, it was just that, that kind. You know, they were just, you know, just talking to everybody, just having a good time. She took over the whole place basically. So it was that was kind of huh. fun. Yeah. So all right, I'll tell you what. Time for me to play another song, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely, mate. Um, Do you remember what you picked? I have a list. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to play a Lillington song, actually. I just listened to this record for the first time today. So Lillingtons are done again. And, of course, um, Cody from Teenage Bottle Rocket was the main dude in the Lillingtons, right? Right. So there's a strong connection between the two. I mean, like... If you're a punk band in Wyoming, you probably have some kind of a strong connection to. Yeah, I'd Lincoln's, imagine right? so. I'd imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they their last like album they put out they'd recorded a while back was actually a tribute to the band Enemy U. Do you know Enemy U, Neil? I didn't until I saw that today. I saw someone post that today that they bought that, and uh, I looked up Enemy U. It was Richard. U, and it was guess, our man. It was it our was, man Richard. It was Richard. It was Richard. Yeah, it was Richard. And so I looked up Enemy U immediately, and I guess they were a San Francisco punk band from the early two thousands. 
Was oh, that right? Okay, see, I don't even know that much about them. I just know they were pals with Teenage Bottle Rocket, and the singer died a couple of years ago, took his own life. Oh, so okay. they did this tribute of like a five song, five or six song tribute. And once again, it's an LP, but it's really like seven inch length. I think it's like 12 minutes long. Okay. But uh, it, it's real cool stuff. As a matter of fact, if you wouldn't have told me that it wasn't uh, Lillington stuff, I would have just assume it was original material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had a very similar. Band. Yeah. Like this song we're gonna, I'm going to play right now, it had a very similar vibe, like lyrically to what, uh, you know, Lillington's would normally do. So let's let's go ahead and play that. So this is from the tribute album. It just came out this year. It's called "Is Anybody Listening" or something like that. Or can anybody hear me? Do you remember what, what's the name of the album, Neil? Uh, talk amongst yourselves while I look that up. Do 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 do. do. I should put. I should, we should get some like some music or something, right? Well, we are getting old you know this is the kind of thing i used to be able to pull right off the top of my head it's called can anybody hear me oh you found it already okay yes and uh this song is called uh automaton <laughs> by the Lillingtons there off their 2021 EP. Uh, what's it called again? By the Lillingtons, Lillingtons via um, Enemy U. It's Enemy called U. Can Anybody Hear Me? Okay. So that just came out and then. Some so of the, some is that going to make your list this year, you think? Your EP list? I, I don't know. I, I literally listened to it like one time, but I thought, well, yeah, it's cool. It sounds like the Lillingtons, you know? You and I actually diverge on this because I'm I'm a, definitely a Lillingtons fan first while you tend to be more of a Teenage Bottle Rocket fan first. Well, I'll tell you what. What about the Lillingtons? Um, I love the first album, uh, Death by Television, obviously. That actually wasn't their first album. Yeah, Shit Out of like Luck it. was the first one, right? Yeah, but yeah. I haven't heard that one. But yeah, so Death by Television, I mean, I absolutely love So Shit Out of Luck's really good, too. You'll dig it. I mean, it definitely, it's it's... Not quite as polished as Death by Television, but it's it's 
they also lyrically weren't doing all the UFO kind of paranormal stuff yet. Yeah. Uh, so and then I I liked back channel sort of goofy uh, Ramon's stuff. I liked back channel bro- broadcast a lot. That was like a continuation of Death by Television. But by the yep. time they got to like the Too Late Show, and then that one they did a couple years ago, Stella Sapiente. Well, um, Stella Sapiente was totally different. I mean, that was totally different. That had a lot of weird stuff going on. Yeah, he's got this. Kind the Too Late of... Show was kind of a. The Too Late Show was kind of a natural continuation, don't you think? It was, yeah, I didn't think the songs were quite as good. I mean, they were <laughs> okay, but, uh, you know, but anyway, so it, I mean, it seemed to me kind of obvious that Cody was losing his interest in the band. That's, it seemed kind of obvious just from listening to it to me. So, um. Well, it's funny, right? Because they quit doing the Lillingtons and they were doing Teenage Bottle Rocket and Cody does another band called Sack. What, that just, I've actually never listened to. I need to listen to SAC. S A C K. Well, how's that go? S A C K. SAC, buddy. Hmm. Okay. Let me look that up. Like you know that that famous game you used to play in high school, tap the sack. <laughs> that must have been an American thing because I do not know that maybe, game, maybe, but I can maybe, imagine anyway, what it is. I never played it either. Then, anyway. Um, if this is the same band, these are fucking. No, this looks like a rap band. Never mind. Are you sure it's SAC? It's called Sack. They're on Clearview Records, same as the early Lillington stuff. But anyway, my point being, you know, Lillington's quit playing in like, I don't know, I don't know what year, but, you know, then they got back together and played a bunch of shows. So I actually was able to see him a bunch of times yeah, you saw during him with their me. second run. You saw him with me. I, yeah, I saw him with you. I never saw him during their first run. But then I saw him later. I saw him at Rye Fest reunion. I saw him. We saw him two nights in a row in Chicago and Fort Wayne. I saw him with you in Chicago. I saw him uh, at Jughead's 50th birthday party in Chicago. They actually played in Grand Rapids. So, yeah, I saw him like six or seven times in their second run. So it was really cool. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of bummed they're done. But, you know, it is what it is. Things are on their course, you know. Yeah, for sure. And they already quit and came back once. So I also refused to be like totally slammed the door. I'm like, they'll never come back, you know. Yeah. No, and they, they put w- out a bunch of music. They put out two EPs and an LP during their like little run there. So, yeah, I mean, w- when when we saw them, they were doing the uh, they did the death by they're doing the whole death album. by television. Yeah, album. yeah, that's right. They did. And it's funny because I was drinking more than you, and I thought it was great, and you thought it was sort of you thought it felt sort of canned. Yeah, I thought he was kind of just mailing it in. To tell you the truth, and I think maybe, had, I think maybe had, I was right because then he then he jacked it in. Could be. You should have had two more drinks. You would have been enthralled. <laughs> yeah, I should have. I was driving my daughter home at the time, so you know. That's right. <laughs> that well, next time old, maybe she'll drive you. Good old Reggie's. So, yes, we'll be back to Reggie's. Man, I miss that place. I actually love Reggie's. Um, so, the show itself, TBR. Just, I mean, anything extraordinary about it, or just you know, playing hours of basically like, you know, Ramon stuff. It was a lot of fun. Um, so professional and so tight. You know, that's one thing they do. They do what they do, and it's kind of basic, but they do it very well. And it's freaking tight. And Okay, so um, I told you we were eating dinner there. So we got there, you know, 7.30 or something, so we're eating dinner. And uh, the band comes in, and talk about professionals, so they're all there. And I don't know, I've never seen bands do this before. Maybe the old bands do this. But they all, like, completely restrung their instruments immediately. So they all had, you know, they were all standing on the floor of the place, you know, restringing their instruments. And I just thought that was pretty Interesting. cool. Interesting. Yeah. Even even Miguel, the bass player. Yep, all four of them. 
So I thought huh. that was weird. Maybe because the heat's in Florida, the humidity. I don't know. Man, I played guitar for years and years. I still do. As a matter of fact, I change my strings when I need to change my strings. Maybe it's like the one time on tour they did it and you just saw it. Maybe so. I think I got a picture of it actually. I'll put it up. But uh, I mean, bass strings are like 30 bucks, man. I wouldn't want to change those every show. That's for sure. As Ray was doing it, I, asked, I went down and offered to buy him a drink, but he said he didn't drink or something. So that was fine. Um, but yeah, so they were totally professional, totally uh, you know, very well rehearsed, very, very tight. And uh, they just seem to be having a shit ton of fun. You know, like they always do, a ton of... Well, that's in, a plus. Yeah, interaction with the audience. Even, you know, Cody was having fun with someone in the audience when they played Headbanger. Um, and, uh, you know, the audience was digging it. Everybody was dancing around. It was it was just a really good, really fun show. And again, mm. remember, it was first show in 18 months for me. So, yeah, um, for you. It was... It was, you know, it was just really nice to be back in that kind of flow again with no masks and with people just out there having a ball, you know. It was kind of uh, bumping, it was bumping into each other and not worrying about it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, Cody's a, Cody's a weird dude. I've actually, I interviewed him once and I've talked to him a couple times and he's not a, he's a, he's a super friendly guy, but he's definitely not an extrovert. Yeah. It seems like Ray is the extrovert of that band, Ray and Miguel. Yeah. Because Ray actually so. said, Ray actually said in the show, he goes, you know, uh, after the show, if you want to, if you want a selfie, just come up and ask. I'm going to be just walking about bothering you guys. And uh, he was true to his word. He after the show, people milling about outside, he was just coming up, just like jumping on people and having, <laughs> having fun, saying, "Weren't we, weren't we great?" and stuff. It was, uh, yeah, he was completely uninhibited. So, but but you know what they say, Neil? What what happens in Florida stays in Florida. Well, apparently that's because. Uh, one of our gang uh, actually gave him some. He he had weedage, is what he is what he called it. So mm. he was he was he was feeling no pain. But uh, no, it was fun. He was he'd obviously had a great time, and that was that was good to see. So uh, now they did that, that makes a difference. I've, yeah, it did. It, it made it made the whole thing worthwhile. Um, now, do you have that covers album they did? I do. Okay, so you know that last song they do. Why the big pause? Yes, by the, the punchlines. Yeah, great Minneapolis yeah. band, and the one that so it's the one that's got that huge pause in the middle of the song. Yep. Okay, so they had a they had like a guy dressed in a teddy bear costume come out in that one, and at first I was like, "What the?" <laughs> okay, f-? I saw I saw the video of that. Now this surprises me that you thought this was funny because this seems like the type of thing that would really chafe your uptight British ass. Well, I didn't I didn't get it at first. I'm like, why is there a teddy bear there? And then I remembered. You why. thought it was a real bear, and you were like running away, like, "No, a bear, <laughs> I'm a Florida bear." <laughs> No, it's like, why the big pause, right? Pause, you know, like this yeah. pause. So I didn't get it at first, but then when I got it, I thought it was really funny. But, you Do know, you what? not have that album. That's a great, that's actually a great song. It is a great song. A it's bear a great, walks it's... into a bar and orders a beer yeah. and a shot of whiskey. You know? <laughs> Man, are we going to play that? We almost have to play that now, right? Actually, you know what? I am. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to change up one of my songs. I'm going to, I'm going to play that. Oh, you can do it. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so but the song is nice and short. So if it had gone on for like a few minutes, yes. I, I would have got annoyed. But it was done, you know, within like thirty-five seconds. So you know, it was uh, it was fun. But no, it was a it was a good show. Now, should I play a song? Should I play another song? Should I do that? I sure. probably should. All it right, is. I'm gonna go back to Make War because we were talked about them and the opening band. So I'm gonna play at least one. I'm gonna play one song by them. So uh, to give them some pub because they were they were they were they were pretty good you know they were entertaining. Um, so this is going to be I don't know if it's their most famous song, but they have a video for it, so I know it's it's probably a single. 
I mean, do they have a famous song? I think. Well, they have a video, so I assume that's <laughs> I assume that's a famous song, right? For them. Mm. Um, so this is the song "Oh Brother" by the band Make War, who I believe are they from San Francisco or are they from New Jersey? I wasn't quite sure about that. I don't know. I thought they're from Nicaragua or something. I have no <laughs> idea where they're from. <laughs> Um, I think they might be from San Francisco. So, okay, Oh Brother by Make War. cheap shot at mark and say mark was hoping it was hotel hotel california or something right actually mark is very he gets very strident sometimes about his stuff like things i think he might like i, I would mention someone like hotel california he'd be like oh no that's a bunch of fucking shit <laughs> well like, he oh. listens to some punk rock he pulls some punk rock stuff on her he does our page no sometimes. i you know and i give him all the, all the credit in the world he is probably one of the most open-minded people about music in the world no i know? i think i think i'd have a great time hanging out with mark yeah, i don't I think, think it's gonna happen do. this year but one of these years one of these years we're gonna hang out yeah. So, um, so one thing I wanted to say was, I thought they were okay. So I thought it was cool that the band 
well, it's either cool or unpleasant, however you want to think about it, that the band is still shifting their own equipment. I mean, they've been doing it for what now, twenty years, something like that. Oh, because they don't they don't have roadies. No, they would bring in their own amps in. They would bring in all their own that's, stuff. That's in, pretty which, common, though, Neil. If you want to, yeah. you know, if they want to make money, it's it's a profit loss. Oh, thing, of course, you know? yeah, they yeah. Probably, yeah. they probably have a tour manager. I use the term loosely, and he probably drives the van and sells the merch, and they do everything else. So talking about that so they did have someone else like hauling stuff in for them and i assume it was that tour manager as you say but he wasn't hauling in their equipment he was hauling in the boxes and boxes and boxes of merch merch. i have never Mm. seen a band outside of like the misfits or something have as much merch as they did they must have had 12 15 different t-shirt designs then wow. sweatshirts. And it's um, just all different colors. That same skull design. Basically, <laughs> and then they had then they had the bigger than Kiss one. It's got like the Kiss uh, thing on the mm-hmm. back. Uh, you know, skate or die had like a skate. You know, an old Bones Brigade thing on the back. Yep. Uh, then they had their um, that blanket I was talking about the kid buying earlier on. Uh, they had patches. They had stickers. They had CDs. They had albums. They had singles. Um, and then Make War had their own, like, six different T-shirts, and they had albums, and they had vinyl, you know, singles and stuff. So the, the the merch was basically taking up that entire back room, which I was kind of amazed you know, that they I had loved, that much. I actually kind of love that, though, because I hate it when you go see a band, you're like, oh, I want to pick up their new album, and they don't have it. I agree. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I remember going to see, like, a couple years ago, seeing Swing and Utters, and like, wow, they have pretty much all their albums on vinyl. at the. It's awesome. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But, but anyway, but it was just it, the amount of T-shirts they had. It was just like it was like kind of spoiled for choice because, like you say, it's the same logo just on like oh, this is on the warning yellow. So or this did, is on. Did the, you buy some stuff? I was going to buy the the uh, the logo on the yellow shirt, but they only had double X. So I was like, well, Shit. they got my size. I'm Look saying. at that. I'd say you buy like one of those cloth COVID masks, like the teenage bottle rocket. COVID I'm sure. Masks. You know what? I'm sure they had them. I did not see that, but. Uh, we didn't, so I actually didn't end up buying any merch, which I felt kind of bad by, about. But you know, what can you do? But hmm. uh, yes, lots of lots and lots of merch, and that's what. And I thought it was cool too. The the guy selling their merch was wearing a clowns shirt, which you know I really like the band Clowns, so I thought that was actually pretty cool too. Hmm. So there you go. Another fabric band, right? Yeah, from Australia, right? So it. So you know we were talking earlier, but so there, there was there was a couple of these bands that were doing this thing. Like so, one of the teenage bottle rocket shows, and it was at a VFW hall, which is always fun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were charging one thousand dollars for tickets if you weren't vaccinated, or eighteen dollars if you were vaccinated. Yeah, I remember that. I think no effects would didn't they advertise? No effects had a thought? similar thing yeah. too. I don't remember what the situation was yeah. with it, but it was similar. But the thing is, it, you know, like I had one friend who was like, you know what? And it's, it, it, at the end of the day, this is sort of what we'd refer to as virtue signaling, right, Neil? Isn't this virtue signaling? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like one, my one friend's like, well, fuck teenage bottle rocket. You know, just screw them. But and part of me says the same thing. It's like, what is this, guys? This is a gimmick. This is stupid. Ray was on CNN. Right, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Which is insane, and I thought he, I don't know, I thought he kind of came off like a douche, but the truth is, I, I have mixed feelings about it, because I think it is stupid, but I also, I'm like, 
wow, if you're Teenage Bottle Rocket, you're a middle-level touring punk band who's, you know, busting their ass to make a living as a punk band, right? Right. And you got a chance to be on CNN? Yeah, it's pretty amazing, right? Got that I mean, that's out huge. There. That's yeah. the kind of advertising you can't buy. So right. I, 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 give, I give them a pass. Well, I don't even um, know if that was them or whether, because again, because we said like no effects did the, the same promoter, thing. So yeah. was it some kind of promoter that's doing both? Well, bands? They, they signed off on it, but once again, was it? It was just kind of a like a. It, it's just kind of an attention thing, right? At the end of the day, yeah, I mean, might. I can't imagine anybody actually paid a thousand dollars for a ticket. Right? No, of course not. I mean, I think the tickets for this gig were fifteen bucks, and, and like I said, it didn't sell out at all. There was still, it was probably like only half full. So. You know, you could have walked right up to the venue and just and just paid your way in um, for fifteen bucks. So, and they did. Well, it's not like they were checking vaccination cards or anything like that. But I don't think that was for this show. I think that was supposedly for like the, the yeah, like we said earlier, the Orlando or the Tampa show. I think that one was for. Like I said, I think it was at a VFW hall, which is man. I remember going to punk shows at VFW halls. When's the last time you did that, Neil? It's been a long time, dude. A long time. But we used to run out halls. I mean, I I did that a few times. That was like one of the few ways you could make money, actually. Throwing oh, punk rock shows because the hall was cause, oh because the hall was cheap enough, and also there was no bar. Well, you right? pay a couple so, hundred bucks for the hall, but if yeah. you get a couple hundred people coming in at five bucks a piece, you pay yeah. the bands and you actually make money. Yeah, well, which is pretty rare back in those days, you know. Yeah. But I remember when when they did that, like, well, that was like a month ago or something. They had they advertised that right, and there was a shit yeah. ton of blowback. There was a ton of you know every. When it was announced on Facebook or something, there'd be a ton of it. People in the comments section saying, "Oh, this isn't punk rock," you know, getting all outraged and stuff like that, which I thought was kind of ironic. That was kind of funny. Well, it is. It is a really polarized. Everything's really polarized right now. I will say. Well, there was people saying things like, "I've never heard of these guys, and I never want to hear them." It's like I don't really know how you could be consider yourself a modern punk rocker and not have heard of Teenage Bottle Rocket. I mean, they've been big in the scene for twenty years now, right? I mean, everybody, everybody's heard of them. They're punk rockers that quit listening to new bands in 1981. <laughs> yeah, but they are, right? They're, they're, they're all on that old punk face group. I mean, punk Facebook group exactly. of ours, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there was no so, mention. There was no mention of that in the show at all. That that didn't come up. And like I say, after the show, Ray just we were all hanging out outside, um, and uh, Ray just started coming up, going from group to group, just like just shooting the shit with people it was pretty cool and so miguel was out there too like, like but the like the father at a wedding reception pretty much uh, it, dude that's exactly what it was like he was like hanging on people you know um it was it was it was very cool you know really did how come no neil how come no neil race race selfie uh because the girls took the girls we got one with the girls with him and miguel <laughs> so i think i put that that's on it. facebook uh okay i thought okay i did see that picture but i thought you were talking about like the i thought you were talking like the employees at the bar no no those those are those are two of the girls that was there that was brandy and mara um who were with us so mm-hmm. uh you know and all SB. right I guess I, have to go back and, I guess I have to go back and revisit that picture yeah so it was fun but like i say brandy was like you know organizing everybody and saying you take this you take that you know she was uh she was very organizational so it was it was good though. Hmm. You need you need someone like that sometimes when there's a group of like six or seven of you. You need someone to like take charge like that. So it was it was pretty cool. But overall it was a very, very fun night and I'm really glad I went. The only drag was because it didn't start till nine forty five. So T B probably didn't finish till close to midnight. So we didn't actually get home till like one AM. And Well you're on vacation though. I was but I was I mean, leaving. Le- le- he did. He, uh and he had to drive me to the airport the next morning. 
So I had to be at the airport uh, for like I had to be at the airport at like ten thirty or something. So that was a uh, that was kind uh, of a rough day. That's not that bad. Yeah, it was kind of rough. I felt pretty shitty. I know last time we were in Vegas, we had to be at the airport at like 6 in the morning. It was the worst thing ever. We said we'd never do that again. Never. Dude, I've heard that because that's something that uh, I think Mark told me that at the time. He was in Vegas or something or somebody told me that, that whatever you do, don't do that. Don't take the first flight out. <laughs> no, it sucks because tempt- you don't want to get up. As tempted as you are, never do that. So, uh, But I yep. was for a, for a Monday night, I was on the sauce pretty hard you know, because we got to the bar pretty early. So I was uh, I was drinking pretty heavy, so I felt kind of rotten the next morning. But yeah, what are you gonna do? And you've seen Life's me like short. you've seen me like that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Life's short. Feel rotten. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because we're looking at some sequences of shows coming up here in the fall where we're gonna go to two, three in a row, and I'm gonna be have to be like your dad and be like Neil, take it easy, man. Well, I'm pretty sensible. It's only Friday. So, yeah, I we mean, got I, Saturday. That's I, true. I am pretty sensible most of the time, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to keep an eye on you, my friend. Oh, of course, your wife's with well, you. Well, but I'm so. good for several days. I'm good for like five days. <laughs> you are, man. I've seen I, you. Put, I've seen you put it away. It's pretty good. I could do like five days in a row usually. Hey, why do you play a song? Go back. Okay. All right. So my next song is. I think it should, has, think it should be that Mangers one. I tried to die. Yeah, young. I'll do that Mangers song. <laughs> it has absolutely nothing to do with anything. I just was. I was listening to Spotify work today. I've been working around the plant a lot. I've been in the lab. So I'll listen to an album, but if I'm not paying attention, uh, when it, when the album runs out, Spotify will just start playing something else. And I heard this song, and I hadn't heard it in a long time, and I always loved it. So this is the great Italian uh, kind of Ramones core band, The Man G's. This song is I Tried to Die Young.
tried to die young. So that's that's Tom with his five days of drinking in uh, in Vegas. Well, it's funny, man. Looking at the schedule, I'm gonna do some. There's gonna be some drinking. There's no question about it. So, yeah, punk rock bowling is in September, and then we got a bunch of shows in October, right? We got a bunch. Yep. Well, listen, man. There's one more one more thing I do want to discuss as far as the. Sure. Go um, ahead. Yep. As your trip to Florida. So one thing you were hoping to do, and I never caught the end of the story, but I suspect I know how it turned out. You oh. were we were hoping you were hoping to meet up with Mike the Mailman. Oh yeah. Our, our Thank good you. friend. He lives somewhere in that area. He's like he's like an hour or so from Gainesville or something. But you were hoping to hook up with Mike the Mailman. Now that was not able to happen. No. Uh, so we were we were um, texting on the day of the show, and um, it looked like he was going to make it. But then I guess something happened at work where um, I don't know if Freaking someone called in, someone called in sick or something like that, and he had to work like a double shift. So he was texting me up until eight o'clock, and he was just about to get off work at like eight o'clock. You know, and he had an hour drive out there, which I think, if he didn't have to work the next day, that might have still been doable. But you know, if it was a if the show didn't finish till after midnight, and he had an hour drive home, you know, he might not be getting to bed yeah. till two a.m. And then he's got mail. You know, he's yeah, working no, the next day. That. So in the end, he decided he just couldn't make it, which is probably a wise decision on his part. You know, but I'm sad I probably. didn't get to. I'm sad I didn't get to hang out with him because that would have been uh, that would have been all right. You know, that would have been fun to, well, to next meet time, him. Maybe we'll both be. Next time we'll both be down there. We get to hang out with Mike the mailman. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, so hey Mike, sorry we didn't get to didn't get to hang out, buddy. But uh, yeah, and you could have met these some of these new people that I met. Yeah, so it was because uh, they were fun people. The uh, yes, they were. And, and these these young ladies right now are having conversation. Like we should see some of these creepy old men we met a couple weeks ago, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, huh. and, and, and it was, okay, so Florida, let's, let's do another Florida scene report, at least from the little bit I could see. So I didn't see any super short shorts this time, but I did see the, oh, like, that's, I yeah, did see short. the leg tattoo thing again, man. I, I, there was this guy at the bar. That was phenomenal, man. He had a leg sleeve. I mean, that was a sleeves. creeper, like creepy, very creepy of you to take that photo, but that was amazing. <laughs> he had leg full sleeve on his legs from thigh to, it looked like from thigh to ankle. But then he didn't have a single tattoo anywhere else. Well, I assume he didn't, but he didn't have any of his arms. There was none that was visible on anywhere else. So isn't that just weird that his legs would be so heavily tattooed, but nowhere else? Like, is that a Florida thing? I, I don't know. Well, that was crazy because it was full sleeves. It was literally, I mean, I couldn't see any higher than his short line, right. obviously. It was, it was every But inch. it was all the way to his ankles. It was yeah. like he was wearing tights. Yeah, it was. It looked like he was wearing tights. That's a, yeah, sleeve, uh, footless tights. Yeah, that's how it looked. And I know most of you are tattooed, so you understand. But the ink, amount of ink saturation, I mean, it's just like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and it was it was it was a weird crowd too. I mean, teenage ball rocket might draw a kind of mixed crowd, but uh, I don't know if it's like that in Southern Florida. There was some atypical punk rockers, but then there was just some dudes in like Hawaiian shirts and shit, just like wandering in. So but it was if... less. It was less. Definitely less hipster than like the um, fest. The yeah. fest scene. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But you don't know if it was, you know, it might have been one of the few bars that was open on Monday night in Gainesville, so people were just coming in to get a drink. I, you know, I don't know. You know, it might have been that. But well, yeah, but if you had, I mean, there was the a main room, you had to pay a twenty dollar cover. Yeah. But they You're just didn't look like they just they just didn't look like they belonged. You know, they had like uh, Hawaiian shirts and backwards baseball caps. I don't know. It just was like a weird. weird you wouldn't see it in Chicago. Let's put it that way. You know. Hmm. 
So, well, listen, man, I'm ready to get back to Chicago. It's been a year and a half or so. I'm ready to get back there. So we'll, we will see soon enough. One of the did you see that uh, Teenage Bottle Rocket popped up on one of the punk rock bowling shows? I did see that. Um, so I know you had sent me something, but I, I lost that text. Um, so do we have as part of our ticket? Do we have access to those uh, tickets for for the after shows or whatever? Or do we not? We do not have early access, okay. so if they sell out right away, then we're screwed. Okay. Now, who was? Now, but the fact of the matter is, the only one, the one that, so, so that teenage bottle rocket one, I would be up for going to. I think that was the Thursday before the main fest. Yeah, it was Thursday night. Yeah, and and who was the headliner? On but that? the I other forget. one, I'm, I would love to go see the Nardcore one if it worked out. Oh, I didn't even see but, that. Yeah, it was uh, Doctor No, Stalag Thirteen. Uh, one of the late night shows was a Nardcore show, which I think would be great. But if we didn't go, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. You know, my wife's gonna be sitting by the pool. Yeah. And if I came home before two a.m., it wouldn't be the worst thing. But you know, whatever. <laughs> well, so who was the one the teen, teenage Bottle rocket to play? And who was who was headlining that? They're one? playing with Dillinger Four. Oh, Dillinger Four. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who on? Who playing I know a lot of pink punk rock bowling. A right? lot of a lot of people who listen to us love Dillinger Four, and I'm I'm they're growing on me. Yeah. I'm not like a huge fan. I don't have anything against them. I've just never been a huge Dillinger Four fan, but I think they're growing on me. So, well, yeah. I mean, I I haven't looked at those other after shows to tell you the truth. So maybe I should start looking a lot at of that. Them not a lot of them are definitely not up your alley. Okay, well, good to know. Yeah. So that's three days in September. Then I have I have uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, Mast Intruder are playing at uh, my favorite venue in Chicago. So they're, so, play, they're playing a street fest first. The... They're playing a street fest first, yeah. and then they're playing Beat Kitchen afterwards. So, mm. yeah. So, which of the show are you going? Which of the shows are you going to go to? I'm probably definitely going to go to the Beat Kitchen one because I love that bar. You know, you'd rather pay to see him at the Beat Kitchen than go to some stupid street fair for free. Oh, right? I might do both. There's a very good oh, chance go. I'll do both, but but they're also playing X-ray Arcade like the night before, I think, in Milwaukee. Oh, I love the X-ray. Yeah, so X-ray. I thought that, I I thought that's what you were asking me. No, I was just curious. So, yeah, and that's the next thing. So, did you buy uh, plane tickets to PRB yet? I have. Okay, so yeah, I I haven't done yet. So, who who are you flying with? Uh, Allegiant, right out of GR. Allegiant? That doesn't even sound like a real... It's expensive. Allegiant? It's a discount. It's a discount. It's a discount carrier. You said it's expensive, though? Yeah, but here's the the thing is, flying out of Grand Rapids is so much cheaper than flying out of anywhere else, even if the flights are more expensive. Because, you know, so, okay, we could fly for, it was about half out of O'Hare. Yeah. But we're going to have to spend one or two nights in a hotel and drive over there. So it's cheaper to fly 500 round trip out of GR than it is for 230 out of O'Hare. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we got to go, you know, and it's just a huge pain in the ass. It's just so easy to fly out of GR. Dude, I saw something today on, like, on like Spirit, on the Spirit's website. It was like $59. That's to, another discount. $59 yeah, another... to fucking to, to Las Vegas. $59. Yeah, no, I bet you out of here you can get some cheap flights. Yeah, but I, that, that play, I mean, I, I've, I've flown Spirit before. One time I flew down to Florida for like 40 yeah. bucks or something ridiculous. Yeah, but, it's a but, real discount but, here. But they allow you a carry-on and that. I mean, not even a carry-on. They allow you the one that goes under the seat. For that mm. price, you do not get a carry-on. So it's no, uh, no. Well, that's the thing. Well, so that's the thing with this, this discount airline we go through. Legion 
it's like really low fees, but then it's like, oh, if you want to pick your seat, you actually want to sit next to who you're with, then you have to pay an extra $15 a seat. Right. And then you have to pay for your, your carry-on. And so so they nickel and dime you. Yeah, if you want oxygen at your seat, they have to pay extra for that. <laughs> but but here's the thing. It fly yeah. But here's the thing. It flies straight from GR to Vegas. You're in the plane for three hours. Yeah, that's crazy. As opposed to every other bigger airline, you're going to Chicago first, you're going to Atlanta first, you're going somewhere ridiculous, you know? Oh, dude, fuck it. So... Uh, with with my flight out and my flight back, I started getting these uh, you know tweets or you know messages on my phone a couple of days before. This flight is going to be full. If you want, you know, you can change your flight for no fare. You know, and we'll give you like a hundred dollars or something like that. And I I'll look at it. You know, I look at it and like the only option it has is for like the next day with like two stops so it's like a 12 hour journey it's like, yeah i love that like it's anyone's gonna fucking chew yeah. oh yeah you know what i would really like to do i would really like to stop in fucking uh detroit airport for like six hours that sounds great exactly it's stupid. yeah no that was this that was like i said the thing with us with vegas we did look a little bit and if we would have held out maybe we could have got a little cheaper but it's like man i don't want to wait till the last minute because then you might get screwed more because right. we actually we actually held out. We had it about four hundred bucks a piece, and we held out to wait for it to go lower. And we ended up paying closer to five hundred a piece. And it's like, you know what? Screw this. We're not gonna. I mean, we're we our hotel was booked. We're gonna be there. We this is the flight we're taking. Let's just do it. Yeah, I'm gonna probably um, I'm probably gonna do mine in the next couple of weeks. So uh, I'm gonna book that flight to Vegas. And now, do you like flying? Or are you not a good flyer? I'm pretty indifferent to it. Scott hates to fly. I'm I'm okay. Oh, he's a big I mean, dude, my, man. He's he's. I mean, I mean, not, you're a reasonably big dude, dude, but but he's a really big I, dude. Yeah, he I must take those seats. I sit in regular seats. I don't, it doesn't bother me. He likes to get the aisle seats if he can. He'll pay extra for it. But I know our flight to Vegas is full enough that those seats are already gone. So he's going to be sitting in a regular seat. He gets, you know, he's a control freak. He gets, he doesn't like being put himself in somebody else's hands. I'm like that too. I, I, just I, have, I that's what that's why I don't like roller coasters and shit like that. Like, I just can't have stand a few there. drinks and just. I just have a few drinks. <laughs> that's, that seems that seems to be your rule for life. Just have a few drinks and <laughs> well, just fucking so go far. with the flow. Yeah, it's worked so far, man. It's worked so far. But um, right. you know, so, but but on the on the whole, I know this trip was. I know it was. You said it was seemed spur of the moment and seemed kind of expensive, and it was because I flew American rather than flying one of those cheap ones. But um, the cheap ones, they either don't fly to Jacksonville. Because I didn't want to put Mark out and have him to have to drive to Tampa or some shit, you know? The cheap ones fly to yeah. Tampa, they don't fly to Jacksonville. And also, I didn't want to be flying at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I, had, I pretty much had to do American. So, it was expensive. It was, like, 300 bucks round trip or something. But it was worth it. I'm, I'm glad I did it. It was a fun four days away. Because after the first day... The, the the weather was fantastic. It was hot. It was sunny. It mm. was it was it was nice. So I had a really nice break. I didn't think about work once, and uh, you know, nice. Yeah, I sat outside. Now you're back to work and miserable. You're back on the hamster wheel, and well, we've actually got four day weekend coming up. So we're off tomorrow. Off tomorrow through Tuesday. Yeah. So yeah. Oh man, I gotta work. Yeah. See, ha ha. Um, but go. I was actually sitting out on his porch putting episode one fifteen together. So that was kind of nice in the heat. You know. Nice. So, yeah. So why don't you play? Why don't you play your last song, and then I'll play us out eventually with uh, with with two TV songs. Listen, man, I saw Neil. I saw that one of our, uh, you know, we're in all these groups, you know, all these punk rock groups and stuff. I see one of them was doing a nobody's tribute album. Oh, there you go. And all I could think was, we we, we should do it. Our band, we need to do a nobody's cover. You know, I love the nobody's so much, and their their songs are kind of simple and fast. And we could do our theme song, and like we could do our recording session, and this might be it. This might be we need to jumpstart our careers. All right, let's do it. Do it. All right, I'll see if I can find that post.
All right. I'm playing a song. Yeah, you are. You're playing Riverdales. Oh, the Riverdales. Another band that popped up um, when I'm on my Spotify. Do you you know the Riverdales, Neil? Oh, I do. They were uh, one of the guys who was in uh, Screeching Weasel and stuff, right? One of the Chicago guys. Actually, all of them originally were in Screeching Weasel. So it's it's Ben Weasel and it's Dan... Uh, Danny Vapid, Danny who Vapid. I've told yeah. the, I've told a great story about being at Reggie's with my sister, and we were totally loaded and creeping him out, and like him moving tables oh, with right. his friends because yeah, well, well done. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think the original drummer was Dan Panic, even though they had a couple different drummers over the years, but they were straight up Ramones worship. The first album is definitely a classic, but they actually put out a, a few albums over the years. But this this is from the first album. This is a very Ramones type song. So this is from the Riverdale self titled album uh, from like ninety five, I think. It's called She's Gonna Break Your Heart. She's gonna break your heart. She's gonna tear you apart. And when she breaks your heart, don't even cry to me. She's gonna break your heart. She's gonna tear you apart. And when she breaks your heart, don't even cry to me. Riverdale's there uh, with She's Gonna Break Your Heart. Um, and of course, I think Riverdale that, is there. So that was Danny Vapid. That yeah. was Danny Vapid singing. I think that's a southern suburb of Chicago, Riverdale, I believe. So I don't know if that's where they're from See, or whatever. Well, I know, I mean, the, the uh, boy, what was the name of the suburb that Weasel started out at? Boy, I should know this. Something Place or something. Arlington Heights? Anyway, but uh, maybe that could be i'm not sure but i what i do know is that i thought they i assume they named themselves after like the high school that like archie like the archie comics gang went to was that riverdale high oh was it i don't know nothing about that mate oh jesus i hate this sometimes computers what are you gonna do eh? i don't know yeah when, I don't you, know think, what we're gonna do. when you when you think you're typing in one application it turns out you're typing in something completely different that's mm. uh, very annoying mm. yeah Sorry, I threw hey. you off your I threw you off your thing there. Prospect Heights he was from. Mm, okay. Prospect anyway, Heights. Anyway, yeah, I think the Riverdale's name came from like the Archie and the gang. River, no, Riverdale is a place in Illinois. It's a suburb in Illinois, buddy. Mm. It's a village in Cook County. The population was thirteen thousand five hundred and forty nine at the twenty ten census. That's so funny. It's a village in Cook County. So Cook County is where Chicago is. Yes, sir. And it's thirteen thousand, and I'm like, that's like three times the size of this 
tiny little town I live in. Yeah. It's a village. <laughs> yeah, yes. And we're a city. Yes. You live in a you do live in a tiny little place. I do. Yes. So anyway, listen. So what we so what did we learn to today? Is that what you got to ask me? What did we learn today? No, I was going to give no, I only asked I only asked real guests that Neil. I mean if you have something we should learn, I'll be new chair with us. Holy shit, I'll tell you what I just learned. Uh Teenage Bottle Rocket just put a picture up of the Gainesville show like just this second taken from behind the stage. So nice. if we look carefully, you might be able to see me. It was funny. There were there was one like, <laughs> there's always one, right? There's, there was one really nerdy guy in the crowd who was wearing like a Ramones tour t-shirt, but he was clearly too young to have ever seen the Ramones. So it was sure. one of those like bootleg ones. And I could see he was going to be the nerdy guy because when Ray was stringing his guitar and no one wanted to bother him, he was going up to him. Hi, hi. Hey Ray, how are you? You know that kind of thing. And Ray was just what like, says, hey. "What gauge? What gauge strings <laughs> yeah. do you use?" And he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, hi, hi, hi." You know, I was trying to do his thing, trying to be nice, but you know, whatever. But um, this guy must be a local in the scene. And in fact, he's in this picture. It's kind of funny. He must be a local in the scene because uh, even though he didn't seem to really have people hanging out with him, as soon as the band started, people picked him up and were like, like uh, crowd surfing him, <laughs> just like throwing him about. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's in this. He's in this picture. And he's got glasses on. So I'll post it on the site, and then you'll you guys will see exactly what, who I'm talking about. Mm. So it's uh it's actually pretty funny. Um, but anyway, so yeah, this is I'm gonna put this picture up, and you'll see exactly how many people I'm talking about because there's literally, um, yeah, probably about sixty people on the seated area. You might see me in the background actually, because I'm in a white punk till I die T-shirt. So nice. There you go. Yeah, we've had quite a few inquiries about the t-shirts again, and uh, so yeah, we probably before summer's over, hopefully we can do some more t-shirts. I posted stickers. I took stickers with me, and I put them in the bar of every single. I mean, in the bathroom of every single I gotta, bar. I got to do that. I got to be better at that. And I felt bad because Lucy's, because Lucy's, because of COVID, it's clear that they had painted their bathrooms and redone them, and uh, so I, I was the first sticker that was in there. So they might have been a little upset go. about that, but what can you do? So that's that. Well, they could write us a sternly worded email at until I die 77 at gmail.com. <laughs> well, it was kind of obvious too, because I put that sticker in there and I'm wearing the t-shirt. <laughs> so it was kind <laughs> of like, obvious. I didn't do it. Yeah. It's kind of obvious. We did it. No, it's a coincidence. I don't know who those guys are. Yeah. That's funny. Well, listen, man, we're going to plaster those suckers all over Vegas. We're going to plaster those. I uh, so we're we're gonna do that. We're gonna save this for another episode because I think it's its own episode. But yeah, with well, the shows we have lined up, I mean, I already have travel plans to Milwaukee and Chicago and Indianapolis and who oh, knows yeah, where else. Yeah, you got even more stuff than I've got going on. So uh, yeah, um, yeah. So well, we'll, talk, we'll it, talk about that on our next episode for sure. We definitely will. The funny, the funny one is the odd show I have the odd show ticket I, that I have a ticket for, and I haven't really decided what I'm gonna do with this yet. So I impulsively bought two tickets for the Zero Boys 40th anniversary show. Now, the Zero Boys don't play a ton. So I kind of felt like, and I've never seen them. I've never managed to see the Zero Boys. And they're playing at a really cool brewery in Indianapolis in August. But you're busy that night. Yeah, I'm at a wedding. I'm at a wedding. our 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 famous t shirt model. Yeah, Rick <laughs> is getting Rick. is getting married that night. Yep, he is. Is are you like are you like in the wedding or you, it's not like that kind of wedding, right? No, he's got he's got two sons, so I think I think they're they're in okay. the wedding. I, I'm not in I'm not in the wedding, but 
I, I bought him the coolest wedding present too. I'm not going to talk about it in case you listen to the show. Well, listen, man. So, so, so theoretically, present. if in, like say I came into Chicago on Friday night, couldn't we just like have a great time going out on Friday night, getting Rick super ripped and maybe a couple of lap dances, and then you skip the wedding on Saturday and come to Indianapolis <laughs> with me? No, you don't, I, you don't see that as a possibility. I, I don't. I'm afraid. Maybe you can come in on Thursday or something and do that. But I think I pretty much have to go to the wedding. I think that's only these fair. bachelor parties now. These these bachelors now are such wimps. You know, back in our day, you did it the night before and you drug your sorry hungover ass to your wedding. Now it's like, oh, we're having it two weeks before and it's a destination. Uh, uh, we're gonna, you know, go to the Dominican Republic for our bachelor party and you know there'll be no naked girls and we'll you know read freaking Walt Whitman and. Uh, <laughs> Is that even count Kids, as a bachelor? Man. Does that even count as a bachelor there's, party at that point? There's such wimps. You're supposed to go out the night before to a strip joint, be so hungover that you can barely stand up at your own wedding. That's how you're supposed to impregnate, do it. That's how I impregnate did it. a complete stranger, and uh, yeah, it'll be great. Exactly. I hope you don't get crabs. All right. <laughs> but anyway, no, it's funny. So I'm 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 not sure what I'm going to do yet as far as going to Indianapolis. It's in August. Um, you can't go, and maybe my buddy Scott, who goes to most shows with me, will go. I don't know. We haven't figured it out yet. We're kind of going to have to well, do you put know our heads date? together. Figure let, let me just double check. What date in August is it? It's let the twenty first of twenty first of August. It's a Saturday night. That is Rick's birthday. That's yeah. the I mean, I mean that, that's Rick's wedding. That's the, yep, for sure. Yeah, yes, sir. So I don't know. You know, there was a we did a promotion one time on Punk News, and it was when I was going down to Logansport. Shout out to Matt. Yep. opening his new place next weekend. Um. Bonus Pints, Logansport, Indiana. Check it out. Like anybody who's going to be driving there just on the Exactly. Well, you have to pass through that area surprisingly regularly if you travel in the Midwest. But anyway, uh, or the Record Farm, of course, or Failure Records and Tapes. But anyway, uh, I was going down to see Sloppy Seconds when they played at that awesome old uh, theater down there. And like we did like a little sponsorship thing with Punk News, and we did a contest. It was like Spend the Night with Tom Traum or something. <laughs> That sounds like a fucking because, joy. <laughs> because I had, well, I had, I had four tickets, and I was only going to use two of them. He sent enough tickets for me and Scott and our wives and stuff. And our wives, you know, it's surprising. Like when Sloppy Seconds plays in plays in Las Vegas, our wives want to come with us. When Sloppy Seconds plays in Logansport, Indiana, they're like, "Eh, that's all right. You guys just go by yourselves." Yeah, no shit. What a surprise! Shocking, eh? right? <laughs> yeah, what a so surprise. So I had an extra pair of tickets that I was doing like a promotion, like spend the night with Tom Trout tickets. So maybe I have to do that with the Zero Boys 40th anniversary show. It'd be like a, a raffle or something i don't know anybody anyway if anybody wants to go to indianapolis with me give me a give me a shout out just send us a message on the facebook page well, we'll maybe, uh well what time is the show maybe we'll maybe we'll still go that's a pretty long drive from i think from rick's yeah, a couple hours yeah i think, it, I think yeah because he's north of chicago right it's a couple hours he's west too he's west it's okay. it's okay. I mean, listen, dude, you're allowed to have a social life outside of the Punk Till I Die podcast. I mean, no, it's not recommended, but you're allowed. I would have liked, no, I would have liked, I mean, I've seen the Zero Boys, but I would have liked to have seen them, you know, again, for sure. I mean, I love the yeah. Zero Boys, so does Lydia, so we would have loved to do that, but just that night doesn't seem like it's... Well, is uh, Lydia going to the wedding? She can go with me. She, no, she's going to the wedding, too, because she knows where... <laughs> Actually, that wouldn't work out because I'm not driving back. There's no way. I'm staying down there. I'm staying in Indianapolis somewhere. Yeah. If if anybody if anybody who doesn't drink wants to go, that'd be a real bonus. I'll buy your dinner. <laughs> yeah, if anybody wants to cart Tom's drunk ass around all night, exactly. Who wants that would be, be great. Who wants to be my Uber? I'll pay for almost everything. Just just I already got the tickets, so I'll get us a hotel. <laughs> it'll be all right. Sounds like a blast. Yeah, exactly. Good times. Good times. Yeah. So Wait, I, you so can I've be got... the guy who says 
you, you could be the guy who says, Tom, you probably should leave the band alone now. I'll be like, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yes. You're upsetting Danny Vapid again. Just knock it off. Exactly. So the week after that is Motoblot. So I'm hoping, now, I'm now hoping you so maybe you come, might come who, down for that. Who's doing Motoblot? Okay, so the main band on the Saturday is the Necromantics, one of my favorite psychobilly bands. But then okay. they have like a Kiss all-girl cover band. They have an ACDC all-girl cover band. They have a Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Um, so I think it's kind of stuff that you would enjoy. And it's just walking around all day drinking and looking at old cars and motorcycles. So I think you'd actually have a blast. Um, if mm. you could make it, I think you'd have a really good time. We normally just go on the Saturday. So that will be Saturday the 28th. And, you know, it's right outside Cobra Lounge. So you can go inside Cobra Lounge if you want to, you know. It's fu- it's funny because our big, like, our big homecoming festival here in my small town used to be called Del Shannon Days, but I think they lost the copyright or something. But uh, it's it's a huge car show. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Just I, like a – I would think that, that, yeah. That, that is actually the weekend of that festival in Maryland, which I don't know if it's going to happen or not. I'm still – we're kind of looking at it. Like I said, but Scott and I are going to put our heads together and figure out what we're going to do and then – Make our schedules and is that see. The, I mean, we're gonna, we're going to be in Chicago at least twice. I oh, guarantee you that. Yeah, I hope so because I'm looking forward to hanging out. with We're you guys. definitely going to go see Sloppy Seconds at Reggie's, and we're definitely going to go see Boris at the Bee Kitchen. So, yep. and we're probably going to do multiple shows of each of those tours. So, so anyway, all right. Listen, do we do we have a song left? I can't remember. I do. I'm going to play us out. I'm going to play us out with two Teenage Bottle Rocket songs. Actually, I'm going to play us out with. Um, gave you my heart, which is one of my favorite songs by them. And, oh, you old romantic, you sentimentalist. Um, yeah, that actually does have a happy and very bittersweet memories now for me. Um, that was from Tales from Wyoming, Tales from Wyoming yep. um, album, and um, also I'm going to play us out with uh, why the big pause because we talked about that before with the big the big I bear cover on of stage. the cover of the punchlines I think from Minneapolis. Yeah, I'd never heard of them before. I'll tell you the truth, I hadn't heard of many of the bands from that covers album before, but they're, they're it's really good. Yeah, they're good. pretty obscure. That's a really good album. So there's a couple of really great songs on that album. One of them, you got to check out uh, Robocop is a Half-Breed Sellout. Yeah, that's a great one. It's, it's a really great song. But the but that Why the Big Pause, I went to a couple uh, two years ago, because last year, of course, nothing happened. But there's a little mini festival in Milwaukee that we love at the X-Ray Arcade, which I know you mentioned earlier, uh, called Dummerfest, like as a mock of the Summerfest, which is the big yep. Milwaukee thing. And uh, Scott and I went to two of them, and it was great fun. And one uh, last time we were there on the outdoor stage, the punchlines played. Oh, wow. I heard that song. And all their songs are like jokes. Like literally, like all their songs are jokes, and they're – they put out a seven inch, which is actually pretty good too. And uh, yeah, they're they're a fun band. Cool. Yeah, are they so, still going? Anyway, I don't think they play regularly, but they played for this, so apparently they could be convinced. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. So it's a fun song. So I'm gonna play us out with those. Like I said, uh, gave you my heart, and followed by why the big pause, pause, pause. So there Excellent. you go. So anyway, Excellent. so that was my that was my trip to Florida. Uh, my quick weekend in Gainesville, Florida. Your so, Gainesville scene report is now complete. Yes, um, and Gainesville is 
Yes, without the students there, it was uh, kind of empty downtown, to tell you the truth. There's a, mm. a lot of homeless, a lot of homeless down in Gainesville, dude. Mm. Yeah. Well, I kind of hope, I kind of hope you can get over here this summer before the college kids come back, because I would love to go to East Lansing to check. Because the same thing, like there's a great record store in East Lansing. We get over there before the kids get there. Dude, but we have to. We'll, well, see. well the, I, the next time I come to you, we have to go to Grand Rapids because I never did make yes, it to Grand Rapids. No, we didn't. We couldn't. No, last time we were here, we couldn't do anything much of anything. So. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. But yeah, definitely, man. All right. We should figure that out. We'll figure that out. We'll do another live episode. We'll uh, have my daughter make a different kind of sandwich in the background. Or something. have both of your daughters yell at you this time. That'll be good. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We would club some baby bunnies. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, buddy. Anyway, thanks so, for listening, everybody. Yep. We'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Yep. Keep a little mark in your heart. Stay free. And we will talk to you guys later. Well, Bye-bye, everybody. Smell you later. Smell Bye. you later.
and a shot of whiskey and a shot of whiskey and a shot of whiskey and a shot of